Hello and welcome to Talking Baseball. Jake Odorizzi signs with the Astros. Some other teams are doing fun stuff. We got things to discuss. Let's do it. Hello and welcome to Talking Baseball, presented by DraftKings. My name is Jimmy. Sitting next to me is Jake. We got Trevor out in CA, and behind the desk we have producer Bug Bug Dude. We got the Jake Odorizzi signing today. We've got some Angels camp. We each have something we want to bring to the table and discuss. Trev's topic should be turning some heads. Maybe. Not really. But maybe. Depends on how easily your head turns. Before I throw it to you, Jake, and ask how you're doing, I got to mention some people. Jeremy Edelman, Jordan Young, Jacob Lopez, Chris Tapia, Renee Carrillo, Renzone Sanchez, Brandon Weston, Anthony Murphy, Trenton Bossert, Frank Ippolito. I like that one. Frank Ippolito. I have Ippolitos in my family. Hell yeah. Josh Gingerich, Mark Ferrante, Thomas, Jack W., Kevin McGillick, Kevin Rev- Kyle McGillick, Kevin Rivera, Tyler Cassidy, Kenny Hartlauer, Hayden Harris. Those are our me- most recent patrons. John Boy Media, Patreon. There's a lot of perks. Jake and I do, like, we take, like, 30 Polaroid pictures a day, Trev, because every new patron gets a one-of-a-kind authenticated photo of Jake and I that we sign in a weird pose. So what's that? The major league. The major league patrons get this. Mm-hmm. We've been taking so we have like a we have a fashion shoot We're once models. a day in the office. We're models now, professional models. It's it sounds like it's gonna progress into something more, which I think I think I'm here for. So that's our version of NFTs. Except they're not make believe. They actually exist. You can physically hold them and they're one of one. Okay. Jake, how are you doing? Uncle Jake. Uncle Jake, my sister, had a baby this morning. A baby boy. Oh, wow. So I, uh, officially, Uncle Jake, after being the godfather to Trev's two kids. So I'm feeling good about it. But, yeah. Uh, so now it's time to have one myself. Um, Ooh. I'm good. I'm good. I uh, We might have to add some, tre- some bonus Trev to the... To the Patreon, maybe we'll have him send out some nugs or something. We'll uh, we'll work on that. Well, maybe when he's in the office, he'll be part of the one-offs. Maybe we can make like rubber replicas of his gonads. I'm doing all right, Big Baby David, James, Trevor. Uh, you know we're coming, Jim. I mentioned this on Talking Yanks yesterday. We're coming up close to the part of spring training where you want it to end. You know, we're getting guys going their second time through Whoa. the rotation. Trev, I'm not there yet. I've, Slow down a little bit, man. I want real Pre- baseball. Oven. I want 162. And I was also dreaming of it's It's going to be hilarious this year when it's the end of July. And we're like, oh, this is when last season started. And we'll already be through basically two of those seasons. So uh, all over the baseball emotional spectrum. Uh, really worried about my White Sox and their one and five start. Uh, so I'm I'm in panic mode, Trev. It's so show of you to like want spring training to be over. That's like, who I am. So show. 
My swing feels good. Well, I feel good. you on that. I feel you on that. Yeah. You're, you're ready to go. You like the bright lights. You want the cameras turned on. I get it, man. But hey, I'm doing great uh, on records. The Diamondbacks are one and one. Mm. We took our first L this weekend. Oh. Um, played a team a little bit older than us. Uh, coach definitely more experienced than me. He had like the oh full God. thing with you like got, the batting you helmet. Outcoached? You got outcoached. No, well, not outcoached on the field. I got outcoached off the field. Mm. Like he had like the batting helmet holder, the bat holder. Like they were very organized. That is not who no. the Diamondbacks are. We just show up and play. Yeah, you don't want to be that team. When and where? Well, I guess what I did, I went on Amazon and ordered all of that stuff. So now Obviously. I'm also going to be the organized coach. So I feel good. Kid that shows up with like the brand new wheelie bag and the brand new bat and the brand new glove and the brand new everything. It's like the last kid that you want to talk to. Mm. The one thing is it's not that it's <laughs> trying to get five and six year olds to find their own gear and then like get up to hit. It's a disaster. Yeah. So like I get why this guy does it. You put it in a place. They know yeah. what it is. Back in my day, 1972, one bat whole team shared. You shared. I trust me. I, I feel the same way, man, but I, it's Corona season too, so. Ah, uh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's tough. Teddy's a big Puig licker of the bat, right? Oh, Before mm. he swings, licks the bat like Puig. I was trying to like think of like a comparison for him. He's like a Jeff Kent. Oh, oh, okay. Hardcore. Swings hard. Swing hard. That's all you need. Godfather yeah. Jake. That's the other comparison for him. Wow. My boy Jake. Ooh. Boy All right. Jake. Speaking of Jake, speaking of Trev's boy Jake, the big news, the final big signing. Who else is out there? Shane Green? Puig. Was like Shane Green. Puig, Shane Green. Yeah. Puig didn't play last year, so I think. Yeah. Uh, but that's the last one, Trev. Your boy goes to the Astros. Uh, I don't know what you can share behind the scenes about any other teams that were involved or were not involved or his decision-making, uh, the breakdown of the contract. What do you got, Trev? I don't know what I can share. I think I'm just going to share and see what happens. Mm. Smart. Does that okay. sound all right? Sure. I don't know. I mean, obviously, there were other teams involved. Uh, some of them are obvious ones. The Angels were involved. Um, the Blue Jays were involved. So there were teams out there, and ultimately, I feel like Jake took the deal that – uh, the incentives are there, as you saw, as I put out in the tweet. So I, I think he's saying, man, if I'm healthy, like this is the best deal for me monetarily. And and I told him this, and he agreed, like this is the best chance to win between the Angels, whoever else. And Houston is the place to be right now. Like this this year in particular, we'll see how they figure things out in the years coming going forward. But uh, he's really happy. I tried to be on this thing. You guys know I was on it. I said, Jay, you got to let me have this scoop. He's like, I got you. I got you. So every couple of days, I'm, I was asking him, what's going on? What's going on? What's going on? And finally, on Saturday, he shot me the text. I'm going to be an Astro. And I was coaching, so I missed it. Uh, but even when I went back and looked at it, like when he sent me that text, like literally, I think it was like a minute later or whatever, like passing was already out with the news. So even if I got the text and like tried to like flub around and send a tweet, I would have been second. So I don't the, the state of all that is crazy to me, but I'm happy for Jake. He got he waited it out. 
He did not come with his hat out like Kevin Mather said, mm. and he got a good deal. I love I love you saying the word flub. I don't know how else to describe that. Uh, did you, yeah. Trev, you know, this is more fan service type stuff. And Houston, blah, 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 we know. I think they're getting a couple boo birds at spring training. Did Did you talk to Odo about any of that stuff? I mean, I... With a with a big contract like this, it's always going to come down to dollars and cents. If we're being honest, but did did you guys have that talk at all? We didn't, and I don't think he cares about that. Number one, he's not a part of it, and number two, it didn't seem to affect. Him. I mean, I guess there was no uh, fans in the stand last year, but I mean, this is a damn good team. I don't think a a, a boo is going to make them play worse, in my opinion. Maybe it will. He's going to be part of Dusty's plan now which oh. is very exciting. Also, we have recorded the Houston TPP, but it hasn't been released yet. We'll need to add a little addendum. So we'll add a little addendum to that because the reason they went out and made this final offer for Odo, and I really wonder how it would have played out for him had some injuries not happened. Framber goes out with a fractured left ring finger, which Heyman reported he might be out for the season. Uh, Farst Whitley, the prospect who's supposed to be budding, he's been budding for a couple seasons now. He goes out. Is he Tommy John? Is it UCL? Uh, Tommy John was recommended. I'm assuming he's getting some more recommendations. That was a couple days ago. So, yeah, I mean. So their depth took a big hit, and that's why they probably took the offer they had or, or went back to Jake and said, you know what? We need to get this done. What do you need? And uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't know how involved they were before Framber went down. We didn't hear a lot of it, right? To him, yeah. You didn't hear them before Framber went down. Not really. Um, So I I don't know if that means there was never an offer or they weren't really going back and forth too seriously. But as Framber went down, I think is when those talks started to heat up. I mean, and that's crazy, man. Odo had some offers on the table that he could have taken, had. Waiting helped him a lot. So it's a very smart move. A lot of people are like, just sign, you got offers, and then he waited and something happened, and he got the best offer he got, and he took it. So that's cool. And people referenced a couple pitchers from yesteryear when Odo was clearly in that strategy. The clear best pitcher left at the start of spring training. You're going to have some injuries. I think Cobb did the same thing, ended up getting a nice little payday. So glad glad Odo's going somewhere that he's he's feeling better about. Um, and yeah, I mean the the Framber thing, uh, you know, we kind of swept it under the rug pretty quickly. But that's is that the biggest injury so far? Easily, like I'm trying to think. If he's out for the full season, yeah, that was yeah. their number two that has nasty stuff, and they were depending on. I don't think anyone else has lost a front of the rotation starter yet, right? Valdez's his his four playoff starts, <laughs> uh, one eight eight ERA. Uh, Striking out 29% of opponents. That was a really weird way to phrase that, this article. But uh, we love Framber. We're a big Framber pod. And, yeah, we'll we'll see. I wonder, because we were all freaked out because it was broken ring finger, and then Heyman tweeted probably out for the season, but it, it looks like he's getting some opinions. I, I, I can't speak very well on that injury. Just tape it up. Tape Trev, it up. Trev, do you hear static every now and then? I do not. Can you do an unplug, replug on your mic? Replug. I'm going to come back here too. I feel like I'm a little fuzzy. Okay. All right. See you later, Trev. Goodbye, Trevor Plouffe. Thank you. That was reporter Trevor 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 Plouffe helping us out with the Odorizzi contract. Thank you very much. (laughs) (laughs) Nice DVD. You had that just waiting there? Ready to go. 
Yeah, it's my new cover, Trev. If he leaves, then <laughs> otherwise cr- you get a weird black spot. For those, ju- for those just listening, it's a picture of Nelson Cruz where- <laughs> wearing Miguel Sano's pants. That might that sh- might just be a go-to going forward. That's what he tr- BBD said. It's just whenever someone uh, yeah. ditches, that's we just get that it. picture. Yeah, man, man. and I, I think the Forrest Whitley side of this, and I'll I'll say this while Trev's off air, so I can I can take some jabs. Uh, we have our Houston TPP ready to go. It's going to be in a little while. They're up there. Not going to give that away. Um, but me and Trevor did a little Jake Trevor sesh where I was like, you know, Forrest, Forrest Whitley, the shine's kind of wearing off a little bit. You know, he's not the prospect he once was. And Trev kind of gave the look like, everything I've heard about this kid is he's gross. Like, it's almost glass now-ish, I think. He's six seven. He pumps a hundy. Uh, the reason prospects lose shine it's either performance or injury based. And Forrest Whitley now, I mean, this is this is year four of him being a big prospect. Yeah, someone in the chat said it. He's always gonna have an, a great next season. But I mean, for it to be an injury like this, that that sucks if it's a major setback. Um It's cra- I mean, there's there's a world where I mean we like you know, we like Javier, we like a couple of these other young arms for Houston, but there was a world where going into playoff season, they were supposed to be Grinky, Framber. Forrest would have had to show a lot talent wise. He could have been in this discussion, but um, no, I mean, that uh, a couple, <laughs> Houston probably with the biggest woe in their season's outlook from a spring training standpoint. Is that their first big signing since the whole scandal? Like the first big outsider name that's come? I mean, they the they re-signed Brantley, but he was so the, re-signed. Yeah. yeah, had that, but uh, I think it's the first guy to come into I that. I think so. Yeah, besides so Dusty, I think technically Maldonado. He had been there already, but he wasn't I, there. I, most don't recently, he, I don't think he's so ever going to be really considered count. a big signing. The big signing yeah. from yesteryear was Dustin Garneau. He, he was one of the first free agents that went. Um, so yeah, no, I mean this is a uh, Houston. I think reasserting their dominance in the West a little bit. Yeah. Uh, Jake actually. Biasly. I'm a Jake guy. Jake wants to talk. So thoughts. what we said is everyone brings something to the table you want to talk about. Jake wants to talk about the Astros. So we will talk about them right after I tell you a little bit about Manscaped. Mm. Is there anything better than fresh mowed grass at the ballpark on opening day? Honestly, not much. If you were to like give me my as one of my top five smells, fresh cut grass, opening day, probably one of my top five days of the year. Mm. And then like seeing a game at a ballpark, probably one of my top five things to do. So yeah, I is there anything better than fresh mowed grass at the ballpark on opening day? I don't know, Manscaped. That's a really good question yeah. for me. How about freshly groomed balls? Yeah. I'm into that as well. Our sponsors at Manscaped, the global leaders in below-the-waist grooming, are here to help you strike out your bush for good. Mm. It's a whole new balls game, folks. <laughs> what do you think that's about? Whoever writes the copy for Manscaped, that's a good line. Good one. That's a good line. It's it. a whole new balls game, folks. Uh, Manscaped is trusted by over 2 million worldwide. Join the movement. Get 20% off plus free shipping with the code TALKIN. That's T-A-L-K-I-N at Manscaped. Tell you this, we did a little Manscaped deal earlier, a couple weeks ago. It was a little test run. They were like, let me, let's test out your audience, see if it's real or see if it's yeah. not real. You guys came through for us. A yeah. bunch of you guys have nicely groomed Tight. testicles because you used our code and got yourself some uh 
grooming kits from Manscaped, and now they're back. They're like, you know what? Your audience is badass, so they came back. So thank you very much. Promo code TALKIN. T-A-L-K-I-N. Promo code TALKIN. I'm shaving down there tonight. You are going to going to Key West right. this weekend, so I got to tighten it up. Oh yeah, you can't be all sweaty. No, like yeah, you got to clean that up. I wasn't gonna say anything, but I tightened it up this morning. Really? Did you have like a yeah. lucky did landing you have, strip? Did you have a lucky style uh, trip playing trim. playing baseball? Did you like ever? Did it ever come into your superstition, your manscaping abilities? Ooh. No. Okay. Anyone ever do? Do I, keep, any, I keep it classy. Anyone any do ever some some fun stuff down there? Who was your one teammate that grew it out then braided it? Yeah. Brian Dozier. Brian Dozier. <laughs> okay. <laughs> no, I'm just. All right. Get twenty percent off plus free shipping with the code talking at manscaped.com. Uh it's twenty percent off with free shipping at manscaped.com. Use code talking. Baseball's back. Don't let your pubes get out of whack. Mm. A little rhyme there. Love Baseball's me a good wine. Back. Jake, this is your topic. Whack. You want to talk about the Astros? Jimmy. Tell us what's on your mind. Jimmy, you and BBD have seen this boiling over the past couple days in the office. Oda Rizzi signed. We've been doing our TPPs and going through the teams, and it's it's been fun to see. You know, you really get a better idea of, you know, Team A versus Team B and how they stack up. Man... We nobody likes the Astros. Ah, they cheated. I get it, man. I like the Yankees. Swear. And they played against Houston in twenty seventeen and those guys were cheating. Jim, I'm on the Houston bandwagon, man. I I really am. I think uh you stated ever so eloquently in the TPP. We're giving a lot away. Yeah, and you yeah, don't step too much on our TPP, yeah. Well, this is a fact that a lot of baseball fans probably know, but you just hear it and it opens your eyes. Four straight ALCSs. Four straight ALCSs for the Houston Astros. That's wild, man. In a sport that is just tough to be that consistent and get back there. They have done it, and man, I get it. The cheating stuff stunk. They were using some cameras. There's a lot of funny business. There's a lot of guys who still rake on that team. They get Jordan Alvarez back. And I just think, man, when you put these AL teams on paper, I think the Yanks are the Vegas favorite and still the favorite. I mean, talent throughout that roster. They've got a lot to figure out through this year, uh, especially with the, the Zach Britton news coming out today. We'll, we'll see how significant that is. But, man, I, I think the funny thing in my head was everyone's talking about the White Sox. They added Lance Lynn. They added Liam Hendricks. That lineup is young and still blooming. You know, some people getting hot to trot on the Blue Jays. That pitching still leaves you wanting a lot. I think right now Houston's my two in the AL, and I think people would probably think that's a little hot takey. But, man, Granky, now that they added Oda Rizzi, if you're going to give me a chance on Framber coming back or whatever else they figure out with those young pitchers, I'm just I'm I'm on the Houston boat. I don't know if I'm getting blinded by Jake's. Wasn't that a band? Was that your band back in high school? Less than Jake. Less than Jake. Uh, Ska Revolution. And I just one of the only bands to survive. You know, I love doing fan service, so I figured you know talk about the Houston Astros. But no, I think they're in my head. They're the second best team in the AL, and everyone's just giving them the shrug treatment right now. Now I, I hear a lot of people coming at you for that. 
Like, if you were just to put that quote out there, I hear a lot of White Sox fans, Rays fans, A's fans, Twins fans coming at you. Yeah. And I think the re- the thing that you and I believe in that some, like, uh, a lot of people might just think regular season, right? But I am a firm believer on being battle-tested. When the Red Sox won the World Series, they were in two ALDSs before that where they went like five games, six games. Like they had 10 games under their belt of postseason ball. When the Nationals won the World Series, I believe they didn't make it the year before, but the two years before that, they were in the ALDS. They went like seven game, five games, five games. Uh, Dodgers, obviously, very battle-tested. I think the, the Astros made one postseason before they won in 2017, so maybe they're like a good example. When the Cubs won, they won, they lost the year before in the NLCS. When the Royals won, they lost the year before in the World Series. So I am a, like, I, you're hard-pressed to get me to bet on a team that hasn't won or gone deep into a playoff series in the last, like, three years of their baseball life or that core set of players. So the Astros are so battle tested that they don't even flinch. They had a losing record last year. They didn't even flinch when they got to the postseason. Those guys don't care. That's the regular season for them. That's what it's come down to. Like the world series is the postseason, the wild card, the divisional series. That's all just regular season. And uh, I mean, that's what the Yankees and dynasty years used to say. Like this is a warm up. season starts in October. And I truly think that's the mindset of the core of the Astros. And that's a scary thing where I think, yeah, I think I would, I would look at them as like uh, I don't want to play them in the first round because of that reason. Trev, what do you got in all of this as the only guy to play? Wow, yet I just want to make sure you guys can hear me because this picture I'm putting out there is brutal right now. Is the audio okay? Uh you're good enough. You're good enough. You're a little chop. I mean, you're going to be upset because you're not crispy. You're not crispy. I'm so upset right now. I am so upset. Is Teddy? I will say Teddy this, just like, sick and streaming Blippy using all the internet. I don't I don't know. I'm plugged in. I told you guys that. But anyways, we, we've been on the Astros. We thought, you know, regular season came around last year. We said, okay, they're they're feeling some of the ramifications of it. A lot of them had down years. And then, yes, they, in the playoffs, they just came and turned it on. And we, we saw that. And I think all of us collectively were like, damn. Like, if they can do this, they're, they're a legit team. I think we all kind of came to that conclusion. Now, here we are sitting in 2021. There will be fans in the stands. There will be booze. Is that going to affect them? In my opinion, no. When we started doing the TPPs and we started looking at these lineups, I think all of us, again, were like, damn, this team is really good. And we forgot. Jordan Alvarez, not there. That's a huge piece for them. Like, that guy That guy is real deal when he's right. So, uh Bring him back. You bring Odorizzi in. And like you're saying, Jim, I agree with you. Like, the whole battle-tested thing means something. Now they got to get there, you know. They got to get to the playoffs. But once they're in the playoffs, because I don't think they treat the regular season as like the regular season. I know they've been to the ALCS um, four times in a row, but they still have to get there. And there's some really good teams in the AL. There's not expanded playoffs this year. They wouldn't have been in the playoffs last year if there wasn't expanded playoffs. So we have to remember that. So yes, they still have to play and treat the regular season like this is you know whatever, whatever. But once they get into the playoffs, I agree with you. I don't think there's any teams that want to play them. Well, and that's that's kind of part of my equation here too. Is that, uh, you know, in the East, the Yankees are the favorites. The Rays and Jays are going to be pesky this year. Uh, but the Yanks are pretty big big favorites to take the East. In the Central, I mean, the Twins and White Sox could be a toss up. And I guess that's where I take a step back on the White Sox. Like these Chicago White Sox, are we doing the one game playoff this year currently? Like 
Well, the, I thought about that recently. Like, what's the playoff situation? How many teams are in and what's the structure? And, like, do we do we know? I, I think it's currently the one-game playoff. We'll see if it gets changed before then. Yeah, but. it's the same, it's the same as it, it's the same as it was, you know, uh, going back to 2019. Like, I, I've, I've got the Twins and White Sox as a toss-up, which means as a corn toss, and you could – you could see the White Sox in a one-game playoff. Like, this new team, Tony La Russa, we'll see what it looks like. Now, they could win the Central. They, I think they could even distance from the Twins if a lot of things goes right. But, I mean, if you're this new team with all these expectations and you end up in one game and it's against the Rays or it's against Oakland, you know, Oakland beat them in, in their, in their five-game set last year. So, I don't know. I think Houston has a pretty good lane at their division. Like, Oakland kind of took a baby step back as well. Houston lost Springer, sure. Um, and the Angels, who knows what they're doing? I, th- I think you might know something, Jim. But I don't know. I just I think the Houston train, because of everything around them, nobody's obviously going to be on board. But I'd if playoffs started tomorrow, I'd much rather face Minnesota, the White Sox, the Rays, or the Jays than the Houston Astros. Fair. I think I think your point's valid. I mean, you know, depends on the starting pitcher, of course. Right. Like if Giolito's just on, yeah, you're not going to want to face him. If Glass now is going crazy, couple John Boy Media guys there. Yeah, those guys are on the same podcast. How about I, that? I did not even mean yeah. to do that, dude. Glass now's episode was really good on the Chris Rose rotation yesterday. All three have been great. Brawl was hilarious. Glass now for a six eight pretty boy. Yeah, his personality does not match his appearance. You. Like like him now. Yeah, he was like very down to earth, thoughtful, uh, and cool. Cole Tucker likes him. We should have known. Yeah. I know that was a big thing for me. And then I found out he went to high school in Santa Clarita, kind of where I grew up. And I know the people mm-hmm. out there; they're humble people. It's true. Mm-hmm. You grew up in, out in the Santa Clarita Valley. You know, it's it's not great, so it humbles you a little bit. People's champ, Trevor. I want to talk about the Astros or. The Angels. That's what I'm bringing. So we're staying in we're the a West Coast. We're staying in the AOS. The Angels have been turning the most heads at camp right now, uh, uh, mostly on the offensive side of the ball. I don't know what the pitchers have been doing, so I I don't know if they haven't been. But I mean, you got a couple things here. Iglesias is just turn making play after play. First, I don't know if you guys have seen the highlights, and we can't, we're a live show, so we can't put them here. But go look at them. Iglesias made some yes. plays that short, Trev. One, he comes forward on the ball, comes comes in on the ball, rushes, kind of like throws it while like falling slash diving forward. Really good play. But the second play is so cool. He's It's the ball to the left field. I don't know who the left fielder is. Is it Upton? Upton. Yes. And you can pause it when you watch it. Pause it and see the moment he looks at Upton. You can see his head down, Iglesias, and it's a high ball, shallow left. He looks at Upton, and he sees that Upton has his hands out and has no idea where the ball is. So then he goes into go mode, like, okay, time for me to catch this ball. He didn't have it. It's like he tracked it the whole way. And usually, you know, maybe the shortstop tracked it the whole way, and Upton never calls him off, so he stays with it. No, like, he didn't have it. He found it last second, swiped it underneath, and then flips it to Upton. And Upton, you can see him for one second, be like, why are you flipping me this ball? And he's like, oh, and doubles up the dude on second base. One of the cooler double plays, and I defensive highlights. I don't, you know, obviously it, it's much cooler if it matters at a big moment in a World Series game. But still, like just a defensive highlight is a defensive highlight no matter what. Like that's just a skilled what? play. 
Is that your feel? You're not you're rather see offensive highlights and defensive highlights? Is I'm the exact opposite. No. Nope. Nope. You got it wrong. You somehow heard my words first. I was saying defensive highlights are always cool. You know, like a home run in a nine to nothing game. Who cares? But a home run that's a walk off for the World Series. Obviously, that's cool. Defensive highlights play. I don't care if this was spring training or if they were doing if they were doing like BP drills and he made this play like that's a cool, skillful play. So Glacius is turning heads. You got anything on those plays, Trev? I mean, just as as a player, like you ever made one of those and no one saw it and then you cried? The one he came charging in and, and threw basically underhand, like he's done that a couple times before. It's just like he has these incredible like wrists, you know, and he's able to manipulate them. And I mean, that was that's to get down on that angle is something that only a few guys can do. Uh, and then and then the other one, he was just showing off. Like I could tell he was just kind of like having fun with a spring training game. He's ah, oh, I'm gonna go get this one. Looked like Upton thought he juggled the ball and was like, "Oh, I got to catch this, so he's out." And then I think it he oh, processed it and was like, "Oh, I got to throw it to second base now." But Iglesias defensively, yeah, he's he's one of those guys that just sees things a little bit differently and is ahead of ahead of the curve. I mean, he, he's always been that way too. I mean, he's ne- it was never a time where that guy didn't shine defensively. Even going back to when I used to play against him in the minor leagues, he was he was Jake built different yeah he we saw him at spring training with the o's last year and you say like he does these wrist things his warm-up drill let me see if i can stand up and show people okay here we go he would the grounder would come usually you catch it like this he was doing every catch at the last second he'd turn his hand fully and catch the simple grounder backhand like really quick like at the very last second that's cool i think we have a video somewhere because i was like holy shit get that that's cool just for funsies. That's that's how talented he is. Man, and I those two guys you mentioned are two of the big names to circle this year for the Angels because Justin Upton, his last full season was 2018, which we're a little separated from. Uh, hurt uh, in 2019, came back the 42 games last year, and he was meh. His last full year he had an 800 OPS. He's got a career 820 OPS. He's 33 now, so... It's what does he have in the tank? I know he's getting paid, paid, and he's probably not going to live up to the money he's getting paid. But if you can add an 800 OPS guy to this lineup, and then uh, with Iglesias, man, he was DHing for the Orioles last year because he was hitting so well, but his his hamstrings were nicked up. So I don't expect Jose Iglesias to repeat his 373 batting average and a 956 OPS. He's a guy with a career 700 flat OPS. But... Hey, if those eyes to hands have figured it out, a little veteran savviness at the dish, and he can pick it like Jose Iglesias has always been able to pick it, then, hey, halo up, baby. Yeah, and I got more for you on the Watch out, Oakland. Upton hit a bomb. Upton has a 500 batting average uh, Mm. with three home runs. So he's having himself a hell of a start to spring. Uh, The big story that we're burying here is Shohei Otani, He's 5 for 10. He hit a home run, Trev, that cleared the batter's eye, like an absolute bomb of a home run, and he's also doing it on the mound. We're getting a glimpse at the greatness and the dualness of Otani. He's pitched. uh, How many innings has he pitched? He started a game, and his velo was good. Let me see. He had five strikeouts in in 1.2 innings. That's all the outs. Yeah. 
Every out was a strikeout. He did Analytics. give he did give up one hit, one earned run, and two walks. So it wasn't you know five up, five down. But hey, I mean, if you're an Angels fan, get excited. Everyone's hitting too. I mean, Juan Lagares is like uh, he's he's playing for the fourth outfielder spot. I think he might get it at this point. Um, with Fowler and Upton needing days off, and Lagares can play center field, and he's having a really good start to spring. He's six for nine. Sure. So stay hot. Some fun in Angels play winter ball. What's that? I always found that the guys that played winter ball, they come in and they're just so ready to rake. And like guys who didn't play winter ball are like, I can't see the ball right now. I need some time. So it's kind of uh, funny to go. I bet we could go look and put all the people who played winter ball in a category and then all the people that didn't play winter ball. And I bet you'd see a drastic difference in statistics, like at least the first week or so of games. Do you want researcher Max to do that for you? On it. I would. That'd be fun. That'd be fun. Trev, I've got good news. A, you're looking crispier over there. So excited for that. I, I'm back. I'm back. B, he's back. B, how about this, Jim? I need the Angels to be fun this year. Well, that's the cool news, right? Like They're, they're fun. Because right now we've got the Dodgers and the Padres. And then in the West Coast, in the AL, you know, you're going to have Houston playing some late-night games. You'll have Oakland. If you give me the Angels, that late-night slate, that – uh. That 10 p.m. with Trev and Jake Slate, that John Boy, you know, doing silly, silly stuff on the Twitter machine. Those back, fans. those background yeah. games will be fun. You know what I've been mad at Trev about, and I tweeted Ooh, at him once. Here we go. Let's beef. Trev is in West Coast time. Yeah. So he reads my 10 p.m. Mm-hmm. tweets yeah. at seven o'clock. Yeah. It's such nonsense. Time. If I tweet something at midnight East Coast time, that means I'm high as hell yeah. and I'm being silly and I have all these people on the West Coast reading them in like dinner mindset. They're like, what the hell is mm-hmm. this? Like When you're tweeting at that hour, it's like you but different almost. Yeah. Like, come on. Bit. If I want to tweet about how slow Columbo is, like <laughs> be in my same mindset. Don't be coming at me with 7 p.m. thoughts. It's a totally it's different a West person. Coast advantage. I can news dump if I want. I can news dump. I put it out at nine o'clock my time, still acceptable, and it's midnight over over yonder. So, yeah, it's, it's the one. Uh, the one. It's good almost like part they need a delay. The they need, the Twitter needs a delay feature. I'm treating this at midnight. No, don't no, put it no. to my west. If if your location yeah. says West Coast, you don't get it till midnight. Otherwise, you're not in the same yeah, headspace as me. Just put a disclaimer out. Just put a disclaimer on those those 10 p.m. gym tweets from now on. Say so if you're on the West Coast time. Adjust your mindset. Imagine if I have any followers in Hawaii. Screw you guys. Yeah. Sitting at the beach in like 2 guys. p.m. I'm huge. And I'm doing late night tweets. I'm not huge on the main island, but everywhere else. Big. Juice. Dude, I would I would need to go to Hawaii and watch some football games. Wake up at 4 in the morning and watch some football games. I'm in for that. No, it sucks. I'm good. I'm in for that. Kind of can do that with, uh, you can do that. Just get into uh, the Premier League. It's like 5 a.m. Yeah. for you. And the guy I work out with the in the same. morning, he always has them on in the garage. It's badass. Flex. It's footy. Uh, all right, that's all I wanted to talk about on the Angels. They're making some fun highlights and uh, some fun at-bats for Angels fans. But the Otani's the biggest thing, like showing signs you can do it. Two Let's see if you can hold up. And uh, performing on both ends. The next topic is Trevor's topic that he wanted to discuss, and it's brought to you by DraftKings. DraftKings is doing another ridiculous deal. If you guys want to, you can place a bet on an underdog. Who took my voice? Underdog. 
underdog in the conference tournaments for college basketball. Place a $4 bet on underdog, you win $256. It's a math joke. 64 times 64. times 4, 64 teams. You bet $4, you win $256. It's that simple. underdogs do well in the NSA tournament? Sometimes. Okay. This is a conference tournament. What about the conference tournaments? Bet on Iona. Ooh, the Gales. Yeah. Idiots on North App. Bet on Iona. Trev, what do you know about Iona College? Not much, Jim. Well, I know how to spell it, I think. I-O-N-A. Yep, Huge. crushed it. I'm a product of Iona College. Folks went there. My folks fell in love there. I thought, oh, I was going to say, I thought you guys went to like some Connecticut school together. Yes, we oh, did. Us. Yeah. My parents are Iona Gales. Oh, Gales. Ah. So put $4 on the Gales. I don't know who they're playing. Probably Manhattan. Those guys suck. Jaspers eat dick. <laughs> I, th- <laughs> I, th- I think the Jaspers, unless he graduated, have like an eight-footer. Like, I think they have some dude from a country in Africa that's okay. like 7'5". Okay. Looks like a stick. Uh, so bet $4, win $256. Download the top rated DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use promo code JOMBO when you sign up to turn $4 into $256 if the underdog of your choosing pulls off the upset. That's code JOMBO to turn $4 into $256 for a limited time. Only at DraftKings Sportsbook. You must be 21 or older, New Jersey, Indiana, or Pennsylvania only. New customers only. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash Sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in Indiana, 1-800-9-WITH-IT. With it. Trev, what would you like Trev. to discuss? I'm kind of like hesitant to bring all this up because I know I'm going to get painted as like the old guy boomer Trev. so i'd rather instead of me just like coming out and saying something i want to have a discussion let's in the chat i want you guys to be involved in this as well i want to talk about on-field celebrations the state of on-field celebrations because i don't know if you guys have been on your twitter feeds my twitter feed is full up of college baseball celebrations of young high school kids flipping bats and going nuts pitchers striking a guy out and staring into the other dugout and there's one in particular that kind of sparked this in my head it's it's uh virginia tech maybe and they hit a home run and they all come out on the field and they have this like sledgehammer and the guy gets it and he hammers it down and they all like go down together you know it kind of looks cool but like they do it every home run so, the sledgehammer, I think that's Houston. Well, they had one when I made the breakdown of them. Somebody's got it's like it. Thor's Whatever hammer. it is. All the college teams have something now. Something. So I, I guess I'll give my take, and I'm curious to hear everyone else. I just, I don't like the planned stuff. Like, I don't like the planned stuff. I think it takes away from, like, you don't want to take away people's, um, like, emotion you don't want to take emotion out of the game but plan stuff is an emotion like i get it these guys are fired up they're all like 19 year olds like with a ton of hormones going on in them so like Mm -hmm. it is a little bit different for college ball uh but i just i don't know how i feel about too much celebrating i feel like you got to earn it a little bit or like at least like make it natural i think it's getting too planned like okay another guy i'm gonna go off on a little tangent here and i'm gonna sound like the old guy it's the guy who's pitching for Ole miss and he's doing the max scherzer thing he's like basically like telling 
the hitter, he's going to fucking kill him or something. I don't know what he's saying out there. He's saying something. He might be firing himself up and not saying anything about the, the hitter, but it looks like it's fake to me. Like, it looks like he's like, I'm going to go out there and, and, and I saw Max Scherzer do it, so I'm going to do it and it's going to get on Pitching Ninja. Like, mm. I think people are self-aware, I guess is my point, and I don't really like it. Like, I like the authentic stuff and the celebrations and we don't need to take emotion out, but like the plan stuff, I'm not into it, but I feel like a lot of people are. So I'm like, I'm in this twilight zone, dude. I don't know what to do. I'm in the middle. I'm in the middle for you. Like the college kids, a lot of these kids are playing college baseball. This is their show. And this is, they know that this is where the road ends and they have other aspirations, but this is their college career and uh, have fun. Dude, you're a young kid, like go all out. So, I mean, I don't care what they do at all. Like, but do I like it? No. Like, like, am I like, oh, that was cool? No. But I don't care. I don't care about it. Like, um, I thought the the rain delay antics are like some of the most uncreative, lamest thing in sports. But they're always oh, on God. like top ten, and people eat it up. I don't eat it up, but I'm not gonna really yuck their yum. It's just I I don't care for it. So, uh, canned canned antics, I, I never really like. It's I just think it's kind of lame, but. Like the staring contest, I'm so over that. Like that that went the through staring contest. That went through college. That went through college baseball. Uh, the Yankees and the Red Sox did it once. Uh, some hockey players just did it. Yeah, like I refuse to go back to the dugout or the bench and break our staring contest first. Like, but I'm a curmudgeon. Oh, yeah. I've been told that I'm an old man since I was in middle school. Like my sisters and my friends have always been like. Jimmy, you're just a grumpy old man. So I, I've never been into that shit. Uh, if it's genuine and it just happens naturally, it's hilarious and I love it. So I don't care. But I mean, once you I get mean, to the pros, you're getting roasted Trav- in the chat right now. By the way, they're roasting me in the chat. Right no, now. I, I saw was there was a little bit it. of love. It's an unpopular I mean, take. the The love was uh, the love. Unfortunately, was attached with a lot of. I agree with Trev. Am I a boomer? And yes. Um, yeah, Trev, I, I mean, I do think you have a more unique scope on this as someone who went through the minor leagues and made it to the show and played there. Um, I, I will say this. I do like your point about I think a lot of these college pitchers now know that our guy Pitching Ninja is out there oh scouting. So a couple of those guys turning it up. I'll say for the Max Scherzer kid, I, I, I didn't see it, but... Like, you know, if if we saw college Max Scherzer doing that, would we have been calling him a hardo? Probably. Now we're not because that's how he gets it done. So, hey, ho- hopefully that kid is, is in the show in six years dropping hammers on dudes and that's how he operates and he can give some love to Scherz. Yeah, I, I think it's a... Um, it it's huge in college sports right now. You need the the college football teams. They got the sideline chain or the sideline whatever. The baseball teams they're coming up with their thing, and it's I don't know, man. It's it's something that keeps the kids engaged. And if you know, a if that's dictating where a kid's going to school, whoa. <laughs> now I kind of like it, but um, I, I I don't know, man. At the end of the day, it's people trying to have fun around baseball, and that's what the game needs more of. So. I'm I'm fine with it. Don't ham it up for pitch ninja. That's where I draw the line. I like it's they're self-aware, I think is the my biggest point. I don't like the self-awareness. 
I like you know, uh, like if it's something with your boys, I'm okay with it. But if you're like, hey guys, I'm gonna do this and we're gonna get on Sports Center tonight, it's kind of kind of kind of lame to me. I like when MLB teams have a thing that everyone does, like the Antlers or um, the Rangers have the Antlers. The Yankees had thumbs down, and that happened organically. They didn't pay a guy in the stands to do a thumbs down. They had the gar- gar- did. the guardy bang, you know, when you reach base, like to to flash a little sign to the dugout. Yeah, I like that stuff. I think it's and that's planned, but I think it's easy and 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 small. small. If you're if if your reaction's genuine, I I almost don't care what you do at all. That's I where, agree with that. Like so, like even Jose Bautista, that big ass bat flip, like I that was his genuine reaction to a big 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 moment. Like I love that. I think it's amazing. Um, even like, you know, Jabba Chamberlain used to get in trouble because he came like five years too early because he would fist pump inning ending strikeouts. Like, that's fine. That kind of leads me to my next point, Jim. Thank you yeah. for the segue. Segue. Would you say a free throw in the NBA is essentially a gimme? Like, it's a free point, it's a free it's throw. It's a free right? throw. Like, yeah, sure. So league average in the NBA is seventy three percent. Wow, uh, free throw shooters. Look at Trev. Yeah. Look at this angle he's coming yeah. from. Analytics. So, the kind of is almost in line with how much a pitcher is supposed to get his job done. Mm. If you look at on base percentage, even last year, on base percentage was across the league was three twenty two. Mm. So sixty eight percent. They get the job done, and they're supposed to get the job done. It's it's like a free throw, kind of. Mm. Herein lies my problem with pitchers striking guys out and flexing towards the other dugout and going nuts. It's kind of like a free throw, bro. Like, you didn't do much. I, am, I think position players have if, – if pitchers are able to do what they do after – Winning a battle, they're going to win 68% of the time. What can position players do when they win the battle? We should be doing backflips every time we get on base. It's much harder. I don't like every time you win, you got to flex, 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 especially if you're a pitcher. I think that's a message for the kids, too. Like, You don't always got to flex on people for winning, especially when you're supposed to win, and it is 68% of the dang time. I mean, I love analytics, Trev. Call me a boomer, but my goodness, I'm getting fed up with seeing it all the time. I mean, you're a boomer uh, and a hitter, for sure, which I love. I love that. I think think where your analytics get a little skewed is uh, probably the strikeout side of it um, because pitchers don't strike out guys 73% of the time. They get guys out 73% of the time. So if you're just doing strikeouts... Um, that percentage lowers, and and I mean they still celebrate after ground balls, fly balls, just getting the job done. But yes, a strikeout is more exhilarating for a pitcher. So I do understand so, your. So point. I think you got to hone that, and uh, you know, an inning inning strikeout. If you start doing percentages on that, I think that's a little tighter. And be excited, you you got the boys back to the dugout. You're, I'm with you. I mean, if if you're if you're celebrating, if it's a big spot, I am for it, bro. But don't be doing it in the fourth inning. I think yeah no I'm I'm with Can you. You save it? Can we not we just like save it so it's special? Oh, if you have a a zillion 
pink starburst they're not going to be okay. special anymore the reason pink starbursts are special is because you had to go through the yellow and the orange ones yeah, like weather in California is bullshit and makes people soft because you don't have to suffer through winter yeah. or fall or spring. You don't get excited for the new seasons. You just get gifted nice weather all the time, makes you jaded and soft. We all agree on that. Kyle, don't clip any of this. You are not allowed to clip any of this and put it on the internet. Okay? It's, it's I'm going to get roasted. It's probably already clipped. I mean, there's a picture of Teddy and Jeff Kent on our Talking Baseball Twitter timeline. So, If it's genuine, um, it's fine. And, like, if, if Bruce Star Gratterall comes out for the seventh inning and he pitches a one, two, three inning and he got his job done, his manager asked him to do something and he did it, I, I love a big fist pump. Give me the big boom. I like it. Uh, if it's, you know, he does it after striking out the first batter, Make sure the job's complete first, I would say. Go watch just... Jack Leiter pitch. Go watch Jack Leiter. Do what he does. Also, oh. Kumar Rocker. They're, they have the passion, but they're not going to just like... Because they, they are confident. They're really confident. Like Be really confident. That's what I want in people. Mm, like the confident. showboating and all that stuff. It's like, man, I get it. Like It's your time to shine a little bit, and not everyone gets it, but... The college atmosphere Ooh. is jarring, and I like it for college baseball, but I, I don't think I would watch that for 162 games. And I, I think maybe because they don't play 162 games against, like, pro competition, that's why it gets a little diluted or, or doled down when you get to the pros because it's wild. Pitchers are, like, flexing off the mound every inning. <laughs> I, 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 I like it for it's, its place. It's college baseball. It's antics. It's whatever. Like, dude, I mean, 18 to 22-year-old kids might be the dumbest demographic you can find. Like, yeah. just judging to, from my personal experience. 18 to 22-year-old They're all overly confident. For no, they're confident for no reason. Yeah. Con oh yeah well, I mean, you just have it. I mean, we were there. I just... I, I don't say that to, like, yeah. be an asshole. I, I was, was one of them, so... Big time. It just... Big time. World bubble is small, and you're the best. DVD. <laughs> That's it. I, I'm I'm curious when it is going to leak over into pro ball, like because we've seen uh, the Latin influence come into pro ball, and their style of play is different than the American style of play. It's definitely more passionate, and and I think theirs is more genuine. Now it's starting to get more like uh, what's it coordinated or whatever, but the way that um, Latin people grow up playing baseball is is more passionate. I don't think what we're seeing in like the college game is that. That's I can I think that's kind of my point, and I'm wondering when is like the helmet thing, you know, after they hit a homer. Did you guys even see that? I think I, my video came out. You, you know when they hit the helmets, like is that ever going to come to the big leagues? Because when that happens, I think I'm gonna I'm gonna vomit. It's not, Trev. I mean, college sports are different. I mean, what do they at, do with the helmets? They just like bump helmets. They take, take them the off and, off and yeah. you, you, you don't like them. that. That's that's easy enough, Trev. Ah, boomer. That, I don't know why that just signifies the California boomer. I don't know. Never played. I'm gonna get roasted ball. for this. I Very I don't care. I'm 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 being Very honest with you guys. All I can be with the chat and our and our listeners is be honest, man. BBD, you're as close to the 18 to 22 year old demo we just described. Yeah, very dumb. Okay. Um, I mean, I jumped over fire. I climbed a telephone pole with no safety harness, drunk as hell, multiple times. times. I was the dumbest kid alive. You tell and Trev. Jake and I jumped off our roof 
into the snow with no guarantee it was safe to do that. Yeah. I used to run into street signs. Oda Rizzi. And I used to run into street signs just because the street sign bends a little and then slingshots you back. Yeah. And it was like a little roller coaster to run full speed, jump hockey check into like a no parking sign. Like a cartoon character throws you. We did that a lot. We did that. We did that multiple times. Often. Like just think back on the things I did. I was the dumbest person. That's I'm also rooting for the guy who's like imitating Scherzer to be as good as Scherzer. I would love that for him. I don't want to take that away. I'm just ob- I'm just sharing my observations. Huge. I like it. I appreciate I don't want it. anyone to I want them to have fun. But don't be self-aware. Okay. I just like genuine reactions will always be awesome. Whether you're crying or you're happy, like you I my mood can be swayed. I'm soft that way. Like I'll eat it up. Trev, I, you know what you need? You need the college picture to book the trend, the guy that shows no emotion. The guy you need a well, that's kind of like Jack Leiter. He shows real emotion. He won't even step off the freaking mound yeah. if you call timeout. He's peacocking and he knows it because he could probably get outs in Major League Baseball right now. I'm talking about. I need the guy from Southwest Florida State who pumps 84 in there. He gets the big double play and he's just like, yeah. I do Next. like that long-haired kid, Jim, that you did the breakdown on. Altoff, Tulane. I like wave. that guy a lot. A friend now. So there are there's a lot of these that I do like. I don't want people to think I just sit on my phone being like Boomer. Boo these young kids. That's not what happens. <laughs> I enjoy a lot of them, but some of them like I cringe. Boo these young kids. Dude, I'm about to do a breakdown. I, I mean it's gonna take forever on college on Boston College. They had a big comeback. They're down nine to one to some team from the South, Georgia or Bama. I don't know. And uh the team that was winning nine to one took their DH who had a hell of a game at the plate. Like, just feeling great about himself and put him on the mound to get the last couple outs and then blows it. Auburn. Auburn. How how about a whirlwind for that kid? Like, just DH relaxing, just hitting. They're like, all right, now you're pitching, and then now it blows. I didn't even really watch. I don't know how bad he did. But uh, I thought that was, like, just a funny tidbit. Like, oh, come on, man. Can't I just stay? It's kind of a different sport, man. Like, the same way NCAA football is different from NFL football, college baseball is different from pro baseball. I, and I would have been one of those guys. I would have been that that dude taking my helmet off after I hit a homer. I, oh I mean, I get it. It's it's a mob mentality almost. Once you get around the boys and they're doing stupid stuff, you're probably going to be doing stupid stuff too. Us four, if Stanford, if we decided to go to Stanford instead of go pro, our celebrations would have been electric. Mainly my the problem with the pitchers, but that's because I'm a hitter. Us, no. us three pretending to be hobbits around you doing Gandalf after your home runs. See, you shall not pass would be a great one for them to do. I'd, I'd be down for that. Like if a, if a if a if a pitcher did that walking off the mound and like someone threw him a big wizard staff and he <laughs> hit it into the ground. Oh, that's a little gimmick. You I shall a, not I pass. Little, I'm in for that. I thought I thought of a planned one that the first time I saw it, I loved it. Okay. When the dude hits a walk-off home run and everyone's crowding home plate and then he runs and then he jumps on home plate and they all fall like it was a bomb. Like, they just go... Oh, that's the Prince Fielder? Is that what that is? Prince Fielder did that with the Brewers that. and I'm not okay. a fan. I was not a fan of that. I, I like that. That's fun. That's a good time. But Prince Fielder can do whatever he wants because he's in the show. It's a good time. Show. And maybe it was real. Maybe he did shake the earth. He's a big yeah. dude. 
maybe they all they all just fell because he Prince, jumped so high. Prince Fielder was built with diff- such force. He was built different <laughs> before built different was out. Yeah, my buddy worked for the Padres in the clubhouse, my good friend, and he uh, like he saw Fielder with his shirt off for the first time, and he was like, that is not what I expected. Mm. He's like, that dude from the belly button up is all muscle, or from maybe the... Oh, he's strong. Yeah. Yeah. He was like, he's... Maybe my whole take just sucks, and I just need to get over it, but... <laughs> <laughs> Ron Darling? What am I going to do? Ron Darling probably like, now he's a pitcher. Oh, I like reading well, he doesn't want stuff. He's got a lot of good takes. Thank you, Ron. Ron definitely <laughs> agrees with me for sure. Trev, and you I have to get this. something off your I, chest, and everyone appreciates yeah. you doing it and being honest. I am a product of my environment, just as everybody else is a product of their environment. Yeah, that's why I don't speak Spanish. Mm. I exactly. I was <laughs> born to an English-speaking family. Uh, I went into pro ball straight from high school, and the first thing they do, they they chop your fun. They chop the fun from you, bro. I think like, you're so jealous like that you didn't just, get. I think you're a little yeah. jealous that you didn't get that. Maybe you want two years of college ball where like there's no veterans and this is the way. Of blah 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 blah. I don't think so. I okay. don't think I wanted it. Um, I definitely would change things if I like when I was a veteran. I treated people differently than i got treated when i was a rookie but i still like the idea of earning stuff and like putting the time in and then like you know being able to do stuff because you've earned it but hey man that's just me you guys don't got to agree with me and i hope everyone's happy i mean but that's my opinion it, it might suck too it's 2012 you just go second deck you come home, you grab your bat, you hit the home run with. You shall not pass. And there's, you know, Brian Dozier, Jamie Carroll, and the Hobbits follow you I mean, into the dugout. I mean, that's that's your dream. That's kind of funny. You call Brian <laughs> Dozier a Hobbit. That's great. I love that. I'll relay that to him. Uh, I'll also tell him about the pubes you talk yeah, about. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> promo code, uh, code talking to Manscaped. Talking. Well, I... Okay, on Dozier, I said, once you're a big league manager, I will be part of your staff, but I do not want to coach at all. I just want to be there for post-game beers. So make that happen, <laughs> however that is. It's a new uh, But, so, in 2012, I did hit a bunch of homers. I was I was a stud, and go. I was doing this thing around third base where I was Oh, yeah, you my, told us about this, yeah. My, my BGs, the strap off. And then... I started to feel like that was too much. So that's that's the generation I come from. So maybe I don't know what the hell I'm talking about. Do you like the the coordinated high fives with the third base coach after home runs? A lot of Yankees do that. Um, John Carlos that doesn't bother me at all. John Carlos Stan gets a play action. Oh, no, it's just a handoff. Oh, they should do play action once. Yeah, we tell Nevin that when we interviewed him. Yeah, yeah, they should do play action ones. Um, they all do a little something. Judge comes down like a hammer. Glaber does something else. You don't. You don't mind that. I don't mind that. Okay. I don't mind that. Third base coach, you got to have something to do. And besides, and fuck up the game every game. When you when you really crush one, when you really crush one, you get the first base coach involved. That's show. Mm. So that's the sign of a big time it? home run when the first base coach taps exactly. you. If you if you can give a high five. To a first base coach, you crush that homer. 
and you pimped it. Okay. Oh, yeah, we can't use the word pimp anymore. You celebrated it well. I'm going to look out for that. How many home runs were first base coach home runs? It's going to be a new stat. 24 ding-dogs in 2012, Trev. You and Willingham. In like a... I got hurt too. I was I was on my way to games. easily. Yeah. How many uh how many of those balls do you think were juiced? None. I played Zero. the dead ball area. Yeah. <laughs> Incredible. I kind of I want you to put that in your profile, your Twitter bio. I played in the dead <laughs> ball era. I don't know, man. I I guess it's weird because I do like some celebrations and I absolutely hate other ones. So I think it's just like Ain't I don't that feel life. that day doing it. I don't know, man. It's all about perspective. Dozier with six home runs that year. Trevor Plouffe BBD. BBD didn't tell us. What do you feel? You're 14 years old. You're the future. What did you? How do you feel about this? Um, it's hard to say. I mean, there's a little bit of you know when it's a bad one when you see it, but it, I, it's an important distinction we got to make between something being like planned and something being like your thing. Like a thing's your thing. That's different. Like the like the first base celebrations with the dugout. Like yeah, that was planned, but that's like the thing everyone's doing. But if you like, this is the first time you've ever done it, and you start like doing like actual flexing around the bases, that's like kind of a weird, Mm. weird move. More things. What do you feel about Bauer with the eye closed? I mean, he he like. He like Instagrammed it and and said he was gonna do it and showed himself doing it in bullpen. So that made me think, okay, I mean, he's a weird cat. Uh, if there wasn't a picture of him doing it, that would have been an issue. But he did it, so like, sure, he did. It. Like what? Spring training. Spring training. I like I, it. I like it. There's something. I was he does wondering I don't what like. he was gonna like. say. And then I think he came up with the perfect answer. He, because you can't, you can't come back at this. He said, I'm trying to put myself in uncomfortable positions to get better. Like when I'm feeling comfortable. Yeah. Like, so I, that's a great answer. If he was just like doing it to like mess around then I'm like, come on, man, like this is, you're a professional. But if you give that answer and say, I wanted to challenge myself in a spring training game to do it, then I love the answer. You hear what he's doing? You hear what he's doing next game? No. He's chopping off his left arm. He doesn't need it. Doesn't need it. Pube rates. Doesn't need it. Brian Dozier's Rasta pubes. Please don't clip any of my take, Kyle. Might have to bring him back. Doge? Text Doge. Text Doge. Tell him when you come back. Maybe we're having a guest on uh, Thursday. Unless something big happens. Wait. 925 Evil Empire said, did Trev really just compare a free throw to getting someone out? It's the same. It's the same percentage, essentially. Yeah, you can't... Re- point was good about the strikeouts. The percentages are there for you on that one, Trev. Yeah. Thank you. Analytics. Pitchers for, get uh, batters out very at a very similar clip to professional basketball players make free throws. Yeah. So don't, cel- don't like celebrate in the fourth inning, pitchers. I don't know. Or do and just don't care what the fuck I say. I think they might go it's with that. It's also an option. All right. That was the episode. <laughs> and it was just one of the best episodes in the history of the show. If I can figure out how to get the song to play, I'll play it. Don't you mind me. Do, 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 do.
love you, chat.